Thanks to those of you listening to K-Slug Humboldt's new rock. Miles here with the guy who once held the Gunnest world record as the Earth's fastest rapper. Twista, welcome, man. Yo, yo, what's happening? What's up? Oh, man, we're just excited for your show coming up on Saturday. Man, not as excited as I am, man. I love coming out to the West Coast and doing my thing, especially while it's so cold in Chi-Town right now, so I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Well, come out to this coast, man, and uh, I definitely just appreciate you coming on the air, first of all. And I just want to say, you know, you're a Grammy-nominated guy. You've hit number one on the Billboard charts. You know, you've been at it for, what, 23 years? Yeah, man, a long time. A whole dub. I'd say you've made the Windy City proud. Man, I hope so, man. You know, I see a lot, a lot of people in the city, and they always say, man, Twister, keep doing your thing, man. You put on for the city or, you know, different things like that. So, like, those are one of the things that make me proud to keep doing it, just representing the city and them actually appreciating it. Now, whenever you were first coming up in Chicago at the very beginning, did you start out as a fast rapper with that chopper style, or did you sort of build up to it? Really build up to it, because the style wasn't even out, like, Rappers didn't even rap like that. Like, it was, you know, still the old school style and don't push me because, um, you know what I'm saying, people were still rapping like simple cadences. So my first rap style was more about metaphors and punchlines. And then after a while, like, I got so good at the metaphors and punchlines, I just wanted to switch it around a little bit. So I said, man, I got to make a style or do something different with rhythm. And then I start flipping the words a little bit, and it just kept accelerating. Sort of a evolution from that Grandmaster Flash type stuff to uh, the Chopper style. I like that. Yeah, exactly. So with your 23-year career in mind, you know, it's hard to believe that your show on Saturday night in Eureka is going to be your first ever in Humboldt. Twist it, with so many years on the road, is that a rarity for you now, performing in a place where you've never been before? No, it's actually, like, even I've been doing it for a while now, so even when I go to a place that I haven't been, it's still familiar territory to me. You know, I'm so used to performing and getting the vibe of the people around me. And, you know, I have been in Cali, and I probably haven't been right there, but I've been close enough to, to, to catch the vibe of where I'm at. So it'll be nothing to me to just come out there, rock the crowd, talk about things that they, you know, that they are familiar with, and them feel like I'm in the same vibe as them, you know. What is it like to prepare to set a record like you did? I'm talking about that Gunness World record whenever you pronounced, what, 598 syllables in 55 seconds? Yeah, yeah. those were the days. What's it like to prepare to uh, break a record like that? What was that process like? Actually, back then, it was pretty easy because I was at the peak of my so-called fast rap style. So when somebody brought that to me, it was like a blessing, actually. You know, you're trying to break into the record business, and one of the things you do is you're, you're this fast rapper, and somebody comes to you with this Guinness Book record with a with a, a record in it that you can actually break. It was like a gift, you know. So when I did it, you know, the exciting part, though, that like, I never forgot to fulfill that whole thing the way I wanted to because what people didn't know was my intentions was to stop exactly at 600 syllables in a minute. And I did 598 and 55 seconds because I missed a couple. But later on, the guys that came to break the record, if you look in the record books now, the one or two guys that broke it, that was my peak like of how many syllables I could do. And it actually took over 10 years for somebody to come and actually try to break it. Is that sort of an exercise you still try? It's just really a rap style. You know, it's, just, it's like once you... Once you kind of understand the way rap works and tempo works, then you kind of just, it's, it's more like a rap style. You know, it could be like, 
But then it could be like flowing the lyrical magic I'm out of the mopping the sweeping the breaking the mopping the making and breaking the sweat. You know what I'm saying? It's just like the tempo of the words like combined together. Man, you're just so skilled. That put a smile on my face. And Twista, as a creative guy, you know, you've worked with some super creative people out there. You know, Jamie Foxx, also a big name actor now, uh, Kanye, Mariah Carey, Pharrell. Twista, in all your years working with artists like that, you know, which collaboration has sort of given you the biggest morale boost, like the biggest uplift? Because you do that to people as well. That's really hard question because it, it, it happened more than once. You know, I would definitely say... Two of the biggest ones was when I got a chance to work with Jay-Z and record Is That Your Chick? And for some reason, like, the biggest one when it hit me was when I when I recorded uh, Is This The End with P. Diddy. That was when I knew I had made it somewhere that was out of the range of what I had ever been. You know, but then I think the biggest one, even though the record wasn't as big as I wanted it, people are shocked when I tell them I actually did a song with Steam. And we actually were on the set of the video in the car together. Nice, man. Former police star. Yeah, that was, that was fun. What was that song called? It was called Broken Glass. Hey, for those of you just joining us, this is Case Lug, Humboldt's new rock. Miles here with Twista. He'll be taking the stage with Potluck and many others on Saturday night at Nocturnum in Eureka. Passes at DiamondbackPresents.com and the usual outlets. So, Twista, talk to me a little bit about owning a label. You started one, what, in 2008? Yeah, like the last one I started in 2008, but throughout my whole career, as some type of label or independent situation going where I would be, you know, like the CEO still like putting guys on in my neighborhood or people that I felt like had talent. So this time around, it's called Get Money Group. And I got a bunch of talent that's from the Midwest that I feel like is capable of making it in the music business. And we're not over flooded, not this big, thick, dirty, cool record label. It's just a few good men that I'm willing to introduce to the world that I think have what it takes. And uh, you're just going to be seeing us do our thing. You know, I'm going to try to mimic what I see the boss do as far as Rick Ross and just get his guys out there and, and let the world see what I got to offer. Now, who should we keep our eye out for when it comes to GMG? Oh, it's a lot of them, like mainly Showtime. It's a guy got that calls himself Showtime. That's my little man right there. He make hits. Every time you go in the studio, he just make jams. So I can't wait for the world to see like his style of music and his flavor, especially on stage and everything. So I want him to be looking for Showtime, Mellow the Gutter Man, and also I work a lot with DJ Victorious. DJ Victorious is affiliated with Chief Keith and his whole squad. That's one of my guys, too, that I work with a lot. So be looking for We Mean Business coming out, too. That's his whole label. All right, We Mean Business, Mellow the Gutter Man. DJ Victorious, Showtime. We'll keep our eye out for all of them, man. Twisted, how do you feel about your next album, though? Uh, we're also really excited about that. It's called The Dark Horse, right? That's right. That's right. It's got me real excited. It's going to pop in the summertime, but the build-up is definitely going to be exciting. So you won't feel like you waited as much by the time you get to the album because I have a few mixtapes and a few projects coming out beforehand, but it's going to be a slow build-up. And when The Dark Horse drops, it's going to be something very, very nasty. I got some good features on there. And I'm going to, if you're a Twister fan, you're going to be real happy with the album. What are you talking about feature-wise? Oh, we got some some hitters on there. I mean, two off the top, you're going to hear Jeremiah. You're going to hear my man R. Kelly on there. You know, that's just two off the top. Are you focusing on just one producer or many? I got my man Traxter, who did my original Pope Pimp song and Adrenaline Rush album that's going to be doing tracks on there. I got my DJ Tight Mike, who gave me one of my potential first singles called My Adidas. Um, I got some more tracks from... I work with a lot of new producers on this record. 
you know, because if you pay attention to the industry now, there's a lot of new producers with a lot of creative talent. So I really didn't have to just draw off everybody that had a name or that was hot for some other reason because the music that I was hearing around me was phenomenal. So I definitely used a lot of new producers on this record. The last question I guess I have about the Dark Horse is, uh, did you go in a certain direction lyrically, uh, thematically with this LP? Really what I did lyrically was stay current. Like the thing I do is I make sure that when you listen to me rap and do my thing, I'm current. I sound like I'm in today, but I sound like I'm from the past. You know, so imagine you listen to like a, a Twister Adrenaline Rush album with me on there talking about Wi-Fi and Twitter. <laughs> so, you know, is is you know, like just, just look at it as Twister delivering the style that you feel he should be delivering and that everybody loves from him, but still being in tune with the music of today and staying youthful and giving it to you with that new swag. I like that. Keeping it relevant, but also, you know, uh, allowing these songs to be timeless later on. Yes, sir. Potluck is on the bill for this show. Have you met those guys before? I haven't met them yet. You know, I've heard of them, but I haven't met them. Anybody listening, don't miss this show. Potluck, OEB, Twista, Cool Nuts, DJ Official. It's just going to be incredible. Now, uh, one other thing I have for you, Twista, is I wanted to ask you about um, some of this humanitarian work that you've done. You've worked with some food banks in Chicago to help feed hungry people in your community. Uh, can you tell me a little bit about how you got involved with that? Really just, like, I think people know, like, not in the city of Chicago, that even though Clifford does his music, he comes back with the sound, they, they tend to get that I'm, a, I'm generally a good person, I'm a cool guy, so I'm one of those people that you will call when you do certain things like that, so I'm always looking forward to helping people, and I think just for me doing them on my own, like during Christmas or Thanksgiving, just going out kind of independently doing things like that on my own, kind of let people see that I'm into that. And I just got a few calls, you know, from, from certain um, companies or certain uh, groups that were uh, giving charity or doing charity work. And they would be like, man, Twister, we know that you're into this. Are you willing to come out and help? And I'll see what it's about, get the whole vibe of it and be like, man, I'm with this. And I'll be out there in the line, serving people, smiling, helping, doing what I do, because I think it feels good. It feels good to me, and I think it feels good to people to see artists or whoever it may be that's a celebrity actually come and show that they're a real person. And it makes people feel like things that they want are attainable, too. You know, like, man, this Twister right here helping us out, serving, man, that's good. You know, so it's just the whole vibe of it, man. I like giving back. Well, we want to give back to you, too, and uh, give you all the energy we've got on Saturday. Is there anything else you want fans in Humboldt to know before they come see you? Man, coming out there, I'm having fun. I'm going to be out there smoking good, chilling. I'm going to be turning up on stage. There's going to be a whole party vibe. I'm checking out all the acts, potluck, everybody. And I'm going to be having a ball when I come out there. So I suggest y'all have a ball with me. All right. Miles here wrapping up a chat with Twista. He'll be taking the stage with potluck and more Saturday night at Nocturnum in Eureka. Passes at DiamondbackPresents.com and the usual outlets. Get your VIP passes, too. And thanks again, Twista. Thanks, man. You coming to the show, right? Oh, absolutely. I'm a producer of it. Okay. Well, man, make sure when I I see you, you let me know that you are the one interviewing me so I can be like, what up? And we can get our kicking off. All right. That sounds good, man.